And you know what that means. I'm gonna drink a big glass of milk. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Generational Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's your truly, the 26-year-old piece of gold, the franchise, aka the showstopper. And with me, as always, I got my tag team partners, my brothers, my family. Introduce the first up, he is the human encyclopedia of wrestling, the flawless phenomenon. Joe knows everything. Flawless Joey V, how you doing? Word, mother freaking life. Word. <laughs> and across the way, as always, he is the caramel coated. The light-skinned Teddy Pendergrass, a.k.a. Mr. One, two, three. Pin that ass down, K-Breezy, better known as Tuco Kimbro. How you doing? Man, I'm good, man. Just counting up these points, man. All right, well, while you doing that, man, let's talk about night number two of WrestleMania, guys. Before I continue, I got a question to ask you. Oh, you know, for the last 35 years, WrestleMania has been one night. Uh, we've had WrestleMania at multiple locations in one night. This is the first time ever, though. Then we get WrestleMania two nights. Do you guys think that they should stick to this format moving forward as opposed to having one night in six or seven hours? No, no, they need a new one night. You cannot do two nights again. I understand why you did the two nights because of the no crowd. And uh, I believe uh, all the matches were taped in advance and they taped different endings also. So... You 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 can't do a two night WrestleMania live. It just won't work. Yeah, it won't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you gotta do it all in one night. Get it all. I mean, you, it, it has to be what it always has been. Uh, this was like we said. We understand why it was different, but yeah, it it needs to be one night. Don't do, but don't do seventeen matches. Uh, don't do eighteen matches. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can understand why they did eighteen. You know, because they were doing two nights, but. Still, don't don't do eighteen on a one night. You you all held on. You know what's crazy is uh, I remember uh, when I was watching back like the WrestleMania. I was watching WrestleMania seven, and I think they had like eight matches in the first you know part of the show, and then they took like a twenty minute, thirty minute break, and then they did eight matches after that. Mm. Yeah, I guess yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember that. All right, so, so let me ask you guys this, man, to kind of follow up on my two-night WrestleMania question. We had WrestleMania uh, first night, number one, yesterday. We had night number two today. I think we can all agree, man, night number two all the way. Uh, it was a better quality. Uh, a, few, a couple of – I'm not going to lie, man. Um, I Flair winning, I didn't see that happening. I was upset. I mean, I understand, but, you know, I, I – yeah, I, I didn't see Flair winning that one, uh, but you know, it, other okay. than that, it, it was a better qual. It was a better quality, but that Firefly Funhouse, though, yo, that, you know what, man, they, you know what, they, they, WWE, you lightweight made up with me, with uh, from Super Shit Show, uh, cause that was that was I liked it that that was that was that was creative. That was very creative and different, and you can tell with them having to do the show the way they have to. Uh, they really got creative with how they did some of these matches, and definitely uh, Undertaker, you know, Styles. That was different. It was cheesy, but it was different. And this was definitely cheesy, but it it, it made more of a psychological sense. So, uh, yeah, good night. It was a good night. That uh, Firefly Funhouse has been getting a lot of backlash and hate in the wrestling hobbies online and because wow. they. Because they were, because everybody was expecting a regular match. Yeah, and 
you you and that's that that's the only issue with it. You you didn't get a real match. It was just playing on things that people have been talking about as far as John Cena and what the perception was. And it 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 was fun. It was cool. I, I mean, look, they were being creative. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't have wanted probably wanted to see a match all like that. I'm not really sure how much John Cena would have gone. This was fine. This was it was creative. It was different. Yeah, oh, and man, the ruthless aggression. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, just to go, just to make him go back through all that, like, yeah. And and the cool thing, and, and I say this because you know, uh, yesterday, I I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think I sent it in the group chat. I know, I know, I know, I posted it up on Twitter, but uh, I I didn't really like the Undertaker AJ Styles thing at first. At first, like you said, too cold, man. It, it was cheesy, blah blah blah. Then, you know, I had time to sleep on it. Then I rewatched it again this morning. And I'm like, you know what? After seeing that, then seeing what they did with the Firefly Funhouse, seeing what they did with the Edge and Oregon, which is, oh, my God, great match. Um, I will say this, and, and I said it before, you know, when WWE, when they had their back against the wall, you know, they might not always knock it out the park, but God damn it, man, you know, it, it goes to show when WWE, when they actually try. What you had to do today, Vince, you had to try. When you can when you try, man, it actually makes for a hell of a show. Like given given the given the circumstances, okay. I know too cold, you said that you predicted the show would do a five out of ten. Mainly off the part that it, you know, it's still WrestleMania. For what it was worth, are you still sticking with that five out of ten? Uh for overall? Overall, yeah. I I'll give it a seven out of ten. Uh Drew won. Um, the Firefly Funhouse was definitely it, it, it. That that kind of you know brought me back up with uh, you know as far as them you know kind of just dogging out or not dogging out but just kind of dropping the ball with Bray a little bit. Um, the Orton Edge match was nice. I I didn't like that they went all the way around the building, but I expected some stuff to happen. Uh, Thirty six minutes. 36 minutes and 32 seconds was that match. That's how long Golly. that match. Yeah, I was like, damn, man, that's a match. Because I, I looked at the end of the match, and I went back to our, our, our text thread. I'm like, damn, man, we texted 20 minutes ago, and this match still going on? <laughs> yeah, so that, that that was a bit long. The Ripley and Flair match was a great start to open the match. I, I, I Yeah, Flair won, but th- I, I just love the fact that they just went at each other, man. And that was just a great way to open it up. It was a good – um. It was a good show, and the Otis and uh, Mandy Rose stuff that you know that was, uh, eh, it. I don't know, man. It didn't hit for me like I thought it would, but mm-hmm. you know, it. it, it I, I give it a seven out of ten. Okay, uh, flawless, man. I, I, I want to get you know get your opinions, man. Uh, what, what did you think about you know everything leading up so far? Then of course you know we'd go from there, but so far, man, what we talked about, what you thought, what you think of the night, man? What you think of WrestleMania? Uh, both nights or just tonight? Oh uh, yeah, man. Uh, let's let's do tonight first, and then let me get your overall for both nights. Uh, tonight I will give it a um, uh, a two out of ten. Mm. All right, and because it's only two things that I liked was Drew winning, and um, no, I'll give it three. I'll give it three. My bad, my bad. The Firefly Funhouse, okay. Drew winning and the uh, Edge and Orton. 
Um, oh. I did like the Ripley and Charlotte Flair match. My only problem is those both of them are just screaming and with no crowd. It got annoying to me. Like my wife's sitting there and she's like, "Man, like, what is all this screaming? Like, geez." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know." But you know what's crazy? So like, when I go back and watch WrestleManias, like I watch the matches. I do not watch past WrestleMania 20. It's only 1 through 20. And this WrestleMania, I don't think I'll ever go back and watch. Mm. No, this one will be a hard one for a lot of people to watch because of the circumstance. Because um, it, it it wasn't memorable. It was passable as far as, you know, being entertainment, you know, as far as continuing on what they were doing. But it, it wasn't spectacular. It wasn't that grand spectacular that it that that we always know WrestleMania to be. So no, this will be this will be one in the record books for you know for the first time ever, no audience, but it won't be the most talked about as far as uh you know being one of the top or being mm-hmm. one of the most grand uh WrestleManias. Yeah, you know what I will say this, and I think you both will agree to agree with me on this. Uh I think they're going to make SummerSlam this year just like WrestleMania. Like, because, you know, like how WrestleMania is like a big, grand spectacle. And because mm-hmm. there's no crowd, I think they're going to make up for it with SummerSlam. Which I'm fine with because it's SummerSlam. SummerSlam, yeah. I mean, it, let's be honest, SummerSlam is, is like pretty much the second tier to WrestleMania anyway because it's the, really the, it was always the first pay per view after WrestleMania. And it was in the summer, so you know, you, you they always made a big, uh, big fuss about it. So I can see that definitely. Mm-hmm. I got, I guess, another question I got for you guys, man, would be, uh, okay, so tonight was passable. Tonight was passable. Now, do we, yes, do do we do does does this give us hope for? And we're gonna exclude NXT and AEW. You know, for the most part, they pretty much have been consistent, regardless of crowd, no crowd. Let's talk about Raw SmackDown. Do we do we see any hope for storylines moving forward, uh, being a little more entertaining, regardless of crowd or not, with the way WrestleMania <laughs> went? Do, 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 do we see anything? I mean, Raw's been pretty okay, but do we see SmackDown and just the main roster? Do we see that getting more entertaining moving forward as we head towards SummerSlam? Uh, so, you mean like moving forward, like like tomorrow night on Raw? Or whatever. Uh, well, maybe not tomorrow, but yeah. but but move, but just moving just a, forward. Uh, like 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 foreseeable. Future. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah, for, for the foreseeable future. Um, maybe, but I don't know. It's hard to tell right now because I know. I think WWE tape has taped Raw, SmackDown, and NXT for the next four to six weeks. So they're going to take a break. And I know Jericho did a live Facebook session yesterday. And he said that AEW has taped the, has already taped the next six weeks also. Mm. So it's kind of hard to say. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Circumstances given. Um, and with them changing up certain matches, I mean, uh, we we don't really expect too much to come out of Black versus Lashley. It was just a one off. I mean, they may have something else, but you know, you know, that's just you know uh, introducing a new set of, of matchups, which I'm fine with. Don't get me wrong. I I rather these two face each other than face nobodies and just waste their time. 
So it, and it and it wasn't a bad match. It was just didn't have no build to it. So it wasn't nothing to expect. Uh, but with uh Drew versus Brock, we may see something that depends on Brock on you know if he wants to come back now or he wants to wait a while. Uh Owens and and and, and, and Rollins, you know, that, that that may continue. It may continue through of you know who's gonna face Drew next or you know, something like that. But some of the rivalries, yeah, I could see a continuation. Some of the other stuff, like Brock, uh, Braun winning the championship because Roman didn't show up, uh, which was understandable why he didn't show up. I, honestly, I preferred him to stay home, stay safe. You know, he can't really be there, especially with what he has. So um, with that bit of a change, you, you're not really sure what's going to come up with SmackDown, but it's going to be interesting to see uh, for sure. All right, well, uh, speaking of SmackDown, so, okay, Braun Strowman, right? He finally won a title, first singles title since he's been on the main roster. Uh, Intercontinental title. Okay, oh, excuse me, excuse me, first, yeah, okay, second, second, second. Damn, I forgot. That's Within a, two months. Yeah, that's how that's how non-memorable his Intercontinental Championship was. But, all right, so he's got the title, man. He's finally the big dog for now. Do we see him holding on to the championship and having a legit run with it before they give it back to Reigns? Uh, I say yes, and I see these two fighting at SummerSlam for the title. Uh, okay. I th- I, like I said, when we made the prediction show, uh, I think I, I picked Braun to win, and I think he turns heel and he becomes that monster heel. Mm, okay. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, he he'll either become heel or he'll end up facing Bray, uh, or he may not be heel. He may just be. He may they may keep him as a face and just have him face Roman anyway. Um. Uh. But if he turns heel, maybe it'll be good for him. But I don't know how long they're going to keep the title on him though. Like that's that's my biggest question is how long is his reign gonna be? Uh is this gonna last a couple of months or is it just gonna last till the next show or you know how far are you gonna go with Braun since this was a last minute change? Right, right, right. Okay. All right, well, uh, let's run through the card, man, from last night and tonight. Uh then of course K Breezy gonna wrap it up, man, with the the final tally, and then, you know, we'll be off this thing. So, flawless, man, like you did before. Lead the way, please. What's what? Just he ain't ready. He ain't, uh-huh. he ain't ready, man. All right, man. So, first up, man, we had Drew Gulak versus Cesaro. Uh, it was an okay match. Uh, I didn't think Cesaro was going to win, but you know what? He's been taking so many losses. I guess we can say it was kind of overdue for one. Uh, any thoughts on this? Ah, uh, man, I barely watched this match. <laughs> okay, good. I didn't think so. Uh, next up, man, we had the women's <laughs> tag team championship match. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. We gonna, I, don't we got, to, we... hey, I don't mean to laugh, but this is, we all was thinking the same thing. Ain't nobody watched that shit. I was making dinner. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Man. You know, I'm I'm going to mention it, but, you know, we got 18 matches to get through, so we're going to run through these boys. Uh, Bliss and Cross versus the Kabuki Warriors women's tag team match. Uh, they won. Uh, I, I guess it was kind of inedible that the uh Kabuki Warriors was gonna drop the titles. Uh, I guess Sasha, uh, not Sasha, uh, Asuka's gonna be on a singles push now, or 
maybe Kyra Singh is going to leave because I don't think she resigned her contract yet. So, uh, any thoughts on this match, guys? Uh, man, Nikki, Nikki Cross. Woo. Yes. Woo. That ass was looking nice, man. If I was stuck on a desert island with, uh, and if I can only pick between Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, I'm taking Nikki Cross. And Kate Breezy knows about <laughs> that because when you see her outside of the ring, woo. Yeah, she nice. She nice. <laughs> but no, over overall, I would say this: that that was probably it was a decent match. I'm not even gonna lie; it was honestly a decent match. Like I like I said, because it's one of the first matches that happened during the show, and of course, it's WrestleMania with no crowd. It was kind of like, eh. But when you actually think about the match itself, man, it, it wasn't a bad match. So you know, they they did I. Yeah, I'm 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 glad they they've ended this title reign with the Kabuki Warriors because watching I, Kyrie Singh, I don't know, man. Just watching her wrestle, she just seems out of place. She just always seems so out of place in these matches. Like she just don't know where she's supposed to stand or be, or you know. And I, honestly, if this is her way of of being out, uh, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I like her. I still like her as a talent, but I'm okay if this is her way of walking out. And and really quick, because I know we got to get through the rest of these, but the WWE, man, they – I know we complained about it before, but if you was going to do this shit with the tag titles, man, you could have left them on Bailey and Sasha. I mean, you had the Kabuki Warriors who had the titles for I don't know how long and do shit. Then you had the Iconics who held the titles, and they was off TV. It's just like, golly. So hopefully Bliss and Cross, man, they could do something with them. Start some new rivalries with some people, maybe from NXT. Who knows? But, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Next up, man, we had Elias versus Corbin. Uh, you guys lost out on this one. You guys both picked Corbin. I was the only one that picked Elias. Uh, nothing special about this match. Uh, you know, Elias got to win on a roll-up. Next up, man, we had the Raw Women's Championship match. It was Baszler versus the man Becky Lynch. I got to say, man, disappointed in this match because I felt Baszler should have won. Uh, flawless man. What, what 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 did you feel about this man? Because I, I I didn't really like the match. It wasn't bad. I didn't like it, but it wasn't bad. But uh, I definitely didn't like the end. The build up to this match was great, but the match itself was ugh, cringeworthy. Uh, I when she got Becky in that uh the the you know her uh, rear naked choke. Uh-huh. I knew right then and there. I'm like, man, Becky's gonna pull the backwards and pin her you know it's it's gonna happen like because i think of when bret hart did that to um uh roddy piper first and then he did it to stone cold first and then they did it in nxt a couple times and baszler i think got pinned by kari sane maybe kari sane maybe like that mm-hmm. in nxt if i believe i might be wrong or it could have been oscar that lost her title that way in nxt no no oscar oscar gave up her title my bad I right, I'm about to say, yeah, Oscar went undefeated. But I think Baszler lost like that in NXT, if I'm not uh, mistaken. To Kyrie Singh. She lost yeah, that way to Kyrie yeah, Singh, yeah, I think. Yeah, exact same way. So when she got her in that, I was like, oh, no, not again. And they did it. Disappointed. Franchise. Yeah, man. You know, I, the build, like, like Flawless said, the build up was amazing. But, you know, the match definitely under delivered. You know, it was a million dollar move with a 10 cent finish. Like, I hated it. Um and ah golly, you, you Baszler. I, I think we all kind of thought Baszler was gonna win, 
But so I have two things. Um, either this is what the reports were saying about Vince being down on Shayna. This could play a part in that. Or maybe, just maybe, Shayna should get her get back later on down the line. But for right now, for what it's worth, I hated the match. I hated the way it ended. You got Becky Lynch, man. I thought this match would have definitely at least got more time. But, I mean, it it was – I was disappointed. And this is what I hate about it because Paul is high on Shayna. The way he booked Shayna in that Elimination Chamber was the same way he wanted to book CM Punk into that December to Dismember ECW pay-per-view. But Vince yeah. didn't mm. want to do that. Yeah, well, we see what the repercussion was of that. Uh, moving on, guys, man. We got Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental Championship. Franchise, you lost out because you picked Daniel Bryan, which wasn't a bad pick. But unfortunately, Sami Zayn found a way to get over. Uh, any thoughts on that, man? <laughs> Two good technical wrestlers, but man, wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. I, I was actually going to say the same thing. <laughs> like, there. There's no way, once again, man, no way that match should have went the way it did, which wasn't much of a match at all. Thumbs down, man. All right, guys. Uh, moving on, man. We're moving on to the triple threat tag team single team member. I, I don't even know what this is called. But it was a, a triple threat <laughs> ladder match for the tag team championship, but only one member from each team because the Miz was sick. So they decided that they were going to take one guy from each team. So you had Morrison versus Miz versus – I'm sorry, but you had Morrison versus Kofi versus, I believe, Jimmy Uso? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So uh, this this made for an interesting match, and I'm not going to lie. These guys handled themselves. The, I, I think they worked this out pretty well. They did some nice little spots where, you know, they you could tell, man, they, they really hit themselves hard, but – uh, they didn't do anything too crazy. It was really controlled, but it was good. You know, they they kept moving at each other, and I didn't mind the finish. I thought that was kind of unique. Uh, Morrison and them can't, you know, he he retained the championship, so him and the Miz are still tag team champions. Uh, I like the match franchise. What did you think? I like the match too, man. And it, it's kind of like what you said uh, in, our, in, the, in the group chat earlier. It made for an interesting dynamic because now. You could just kind of focus in on three people. You ain't got all this extra, you know, all the extra three people doing whatever. It's literally one versus one versus one. To me, that's the best type of triple threat you could have anyway, especially with a ladder match. Like you said, man, this match really made me kind of have an interest after I lost so much interest in WrestleMania. Like that match, seeing them guys, man, it ain't no crowd out there. And they went out there and they gave their all this day's performing in front of, you know, 60,000 people. So great match. I didn't think that Miz and Morrison for a while. I didn't think they were going to, you know, pull it out. But it just made sense. Like I said, New Day, uh, Usos, they both have seven, eight title reigns. It made sense, man. Good job. Great match. I liked it. Man, I like this match. Um, These three are so athletic. And it makes you, like, appreciate how good Morrison is in a ladder match. Like, he was walking the top rope like nothing and doing moves with the ladder. Like, it was just crazy. I did like how Jimmy Uso was talking shit to both of them. Yeah, you <laughs> like that, Kofi? Flatten you like a pancake, you know? Like, just... And the finish was unique, never done before. I like that. And I like how Jimmy and Kofi were like, 
arguing over like the bar that the belts were on, so it made it interesting. Right, yeah, that, like I said, most definitely you get like I, I like the creativity. You you definitely saw some creativity uh, as far as with the finish and some of the moves. The starship pain with Kofi laying on the uh, ladder, I thought that was kind of nice. Uh, Kofi doing the Herakarana off the top rope onto the ladder on Morrison. Like I thought they landed that and and everything that went out well. Like you say, uh, Morrison walking the rope. You know he's no Ray Phoenix, but you know hey, you know you know he's John Morrison. He did his thing. Um, definitely a good, uh, surprising match. Very good and surprising. Man, what are you doing Next. over there, franchise? Yeah, what are you just... man. All Ooh, somebody got a microphone. Like, oh wait, you hear something now? No, no, it's, oh, it just sounded like somebody's microphone. Oh no, yeah, that was that was my mic rubbing rubbing up against my shirt. My bad. Oh no, you good. Uh, next up, man. For me, I, I actually I think for all of us. Uh, this was the match of the night for night one. Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, the M- Monday Night Messiah. Uh, guys, this match, uh, you know, it, before it even got to the no disqualification match, I thought it was a good match. Uh, just inside the ring stuff. And then, you know, uh, Seth Rollins pulling the swerve and taking the ring bell and hitting Owens with it to get himself disqualified to kind of spoil Seth Rollins' uh, WrestleMania moment with a disqualification because that wouldn't have been something you would have wanted. Nobody would have wanted that. You want to be able to pin the person and beat them definitively saying that, you know, you were the better man. And Seth knew that. And that I think that made it uh, – that added a little bit more intrigue to it because then that gave uh, Owens more of a reason to get on the microphone to go to him to come back and make it a no DQ. And then we got the crazy finish that we got. Uh, flawless, I'll come to you with it, man. What did you think of the match? Like I said, for me, that was matching tonight. Um, I liked it. It was different. Um, this was like one of those WrestleMania matches that had a great build leading up to it, and they produced. I mean, these two have been having matches in ROH, so they know each other. Like, I remember when, like, Rollins won his title at WrestleMania, like, Kevin Owens hugged him backstage, and he's like, yeah, we're taking over. It's kind of like, you know, the ROH guys are taking over because they're, so, cause they're mm-hmm. close. But uh, when he jumped off the top of the stage and landed that elbow, I was like, damn. But after reading what Owens, if they were going to be in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium, the Raymond James Stadium, Owens mm-hmm. had a spot plan that he was going to jump off the ship onto Rollins. So I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So, I mean, not bad. Glad KO got the win, you know, but uh, they'll probably uh, keep going with this feud. I could see those two both at the in the Money in the Bank uh, ladder match uh, vying for the briefcase. Franchise, you took the loss because you picked Rollins. Me and friend, uh, me and Flock at Owens. Uh, what did you feel about the match, man? Man, it was a good match. It was, I'm I'm glad that they extended it because when the match ended, I'm like, I didn't see it ending that way. And then on top of that, you know, I feel like it ended kind of quick. So I'm like, nah, it's something I feel right. And then, of course, they extended it, man. But it was a great match. Great showing by KO. Uh, I like the spot, you know. And once again, man, Seth Rollins, you know, heel Rollins. You got badass KO. You can't go wrong. I enjoyed the match. Like Flawless said, man, I think this is definitely going to have a continuation past Mania. So I'm, uh, I'm looking to see what they do next. Yeah, man. It's definitely going to be something uh, coming up with that. Uh, next up, guys, we got the Universal Championship match. 
Bill Goldberg versus the Monster Monks Men, Braun Strowman. Spear, 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 shoulder tackle, uh, scoop slam, power slam, power slam, spear, power slam. Braun Strowman is your universal champion. What do you guys think of this match? <laughs> well, I don't want to say I told you so, but I said I felt like this match is going to be sort of like when Brock and Goldberg went out there. I said it. Only thing was, it was the reverse. Um, it was, you know, Strowman that ended up being Goldberg instead of Goldberg being Brock. But I knew this match wasn't going to be shit. I knew it. Um, I, I actually thought Braun would have actually put in a little more offense. I didn't know he was going to do the same as I shit Goldberg did. But, I mean, I was just happy he got the title and glad Goldberg don't have the title. But, unfortunately, this really makes me even more mad to Finn lost. But we ain't going to go about that. <laughs> Flawless, since you're the only one that got the victory on this because you picked Braun, what do you got to say? Oh, I told you. I told you. I mean, I'm not the kind of guy to say this. I told you so, but I told you so. So <laughs> after, I, you, after you say it two times, huh? Yeah. I told you so. Fucking lying ass. <laughs> I did. I picked Braun. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we, me, was, me and you picked uh, Goldberg. He picked Braun. I was Damn. laughing when Goldberg came out with security. <laughs> <laughs> but like when Goldberg speared Braun like the first couple times I'm like oh man if they have Braun being squashed like this I'm going to be pissed and then when he went to go try to lift Braun up for like the jackhammer I'm like yeah this ain't happening when Braun kick when Braun got out and then when Braun left put up put Goldberg up and like to go for like the running power slam I thought Goldberg was going to get out but when he didn't and Braun hit him I'm like yeah man this is over Braun's going to win it was a short but simple match, and uh, I mean, I'm just happy Braun finally got. I mean, yeah, it could be two years too late for Braun winning the title, but at least he got it. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, now, like, like I said earlier, uh, now we just got to see what direction they're going to go in with it. Now, um, I'm sure Roman Reigns don't have a problem with Braun winning it. Um, you know, he's one of those guys he, he's been trying to help get over. Uh, now it's just about what story they go with, and uh, we'll see. Moving on, we got the uh, Saturday night matinee of The Undertaker versus AJ Styles in the Graveyard Horrors match. Uh, this the match was great. The Boneyard, it was the Boneyard match, but it was more in a, in a cheap ass graveyard match. Uh, <laughs> this match was rated PG thirteen. <laughs> uh, that's what? pretty much what really? it was. It was cheesy gore. Uh, but um, no, I'm I, I'm just talking. Uh, guys, uh, Taker came out with the victory. <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of fireworks. A lot of you know tricks and mirrors and all that other <laughs> stuff. Uh, Undertaker in the cave, grave one minute, next minute he's standing behind AJ Styles. Uh, guys, what did we think? Uh, Anderson Gallows tried to help out the reject goons, tried to help out. Nobody could help him. Undertaker, <laughs> he rides in, he kicks ass, he rides out. What do you think? Uh, who picked uh, Undertaker to win this match? Uh, unfortunately, you again, you were the only one that picked the winner, so you go ahead and you go. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, my good man. Well, I'd like to take this time to thank absolutely nobody 
because it was me. Um, <laughs> this, uh, so I don't know if this is true or not, but I believe Matt Hardy produced this match, but I'm not positively sure on that. I could be wrong, but um, this was, man, I thought for a moment Styles was going to win when he clocked Undertaker with that shovel across the back. And here's one thing, man. When Undertaker popped up behind AJ, when AJ was on the tractor, it looked like Undertaker was like the Ministry of Darkness Undertaker. I thought that's what it was, too. And and then when they were going, I'm like, oh, is Undertaker going to transform back to like the old 1990 Undertaker, you know, and do this? But it is what it was. I mean, man, uh, who was it, man? Luke, uh, Carl Anderson got the freaking tombstone on top of the freaking uh, shed or whatever it was. The reinforce, the reinforced shed, because we know damn well there was no way all three of their heavy asses could have wrestled up on that old ass thing. So you know it was reinforced, so they can do what they needed to do. So man, yeah. this fight looked like it was that Camp Crystal Lake. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I, that's what I'm saying. It was a cheesy ass graveyard. But Undertaker got the win. I figured he would. I mean, I like how at the end, like, oh, you're sorry? You're sorry? No, no, I forgive you. Come on, come on, be a man. Like, I like that. And I did like I, his ass. Yeah, I did like uh I did like the dialogue. The dialogue between Undertaker and, and Styles was I for me, I think that's what kept me in the match because they kept talking shit and Undertaker just like, oh come on, AJ, what 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 you say? What, what's my wife's name? Uh how old am I? What what, what you say? What you say? What, what what I can't do? What what what's gonna hurt my legacy? Like he just talking shit and and, and Styles was talking shit back and and that was that part kept me into the match, and 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 the the uh, what happened at the end, like you say, right before he kicked the Undertaker, uh, right before the Undertaker kicked him into the grave, uh, just like that little doubt, like you know, you, you you fall hard, you know, you you gave a fight a lot of men can't give, and you know, you 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 did good, man, you did good. I, I ain't gonna bury you, man. What you think I'm gonna bury you? What you think, man? What, what, what you think this is? Come on, man. Come on, man. You're good. And then hugged him and then walked away. I just liked the little dialogue, man. I thought that's what, you know, really kind of gave it something, kind of kept it alive. But, yeah, it was just, you know, a lot of – I hated the end. I hated where they put the green little light up. I, I You didn't need that. You ju- you should just blew the fire on top of the roof, and then he should just roll it off. You didn't need the undertaking of signal. Uh, it was like, come on, man. You It's a light that you're shooting across the damn yard. We, we can see that out. <laughs> come on, hey, you, Little stuff like that, but it was already cheesy. So what the hell? So yeah. Hey man, that match was sponsored by Section Eight. <laughs> 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 hey, them motherfuckers went to the CMH CMHA division for that fucking fight, man. That shit was whoa. Right. I mean, it was cool, man. It it, it was. I, I like the cinematic aspect of it. It felt very Matt Hardy, Broken Hardy. It's um. Which they should have did that shit back when Matt Hardy was in WWE. But anywho, as far as the match go, man, it was cool. Uh, it just, yeah, man, it was cheap. It was cheap. But they, 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 they did what they had to do. Um, Gallows and Anderson could have did without them. I really didn't feel like they added shit to the match. But overall, man, it, it was okay, man. I didn't have a problem with them being there. I had a problem with the extras. The, uh, oh, the I didn't druids? care. For the extras. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care for them. Like 
if the Druids were going to, there shouldn't have been no Druids. It should have just been, it was cool with Anderson and Gallows because he told them to show up. And you kind of knew they were going to show up. You think AJ Styles was going to show up to a Boneyard match and not have them somewhere nearby? Come on now, we all knew better than that. So I didn't have a problem with them being there. Uh, It was just the extras, but um, where I felt like that could have been Anderson and Gallows a little bit more. You know, and then then you know he could have you know knocked them out or got them out the way, and then just it could have been back to AJ Styles and Taker. Uh, but right. you know what? I, you know what I think now? I think I bet AJ Styles wins Money in the Bank. So what? So he can cash in on Drew? Uh, yeah, but him walking around with the Money in the Bank talking shit would be nice. Yeah, that definitely would. <laughs> it, it, it definitely would. It definitely would. All right, guys, man, that was the end of night one. Okay, so, uh, it was a it, w- it was a bit of an up and down night. Like I said, a few good spots, uh, some <laughs> of some 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 bad hits, but with the circumstance, it was uh, missing the fans uh, that 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 cheer, that roar of the cheer or the boos, and you know, just the the excitement, the emotion, you know, that that's what this was missing. Uh, regardless of how good the matches were, uh, we were missing that emotion. And I think that's what took away from this. And, but we all understand why. So we appreciate the wrestlers for doing the best they did. All of them, every match, everybody, regardless of how you feel about it. Uh, it but it was, it, it was, it was very appreciative that you did that and you put on a show. Uh, so uh, with that being said, uh, anything before we move on to night two? No, sir. Nope. All right, man. Uh, night number two started off with Natalia versus Liv Morgan, and we all lost out because Liv Morgan won. Uh, <laughs> next up, we got the start to, like we said earlier, for me, it was a pretty good start. Yeah, the, they were moaning a lot and yelling a lot, but that's fine. They were beating the hell out of each other. And that was the NXT champion. Rhea Ripley versus the uh, queen herself, Charlotte Flair. Uh, franchise, I'll bring it to you first, man. Uh, how did you feel about the match, and what did you think about the new NXT champion, Charlotte Flair? So, it, it was a good match. It was, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say even better. It, it, it was as close to great as you can get without being great for the circumstance. At first, I was kind of frustrated because I'm like, all right, man, damn, Charlotte won again. Like, come on, man. Like, this Rhea, this is her time. However, like I said earlier, I think Rhea's definitely going to get her opportunity back. Will she get the title back? Not sure. Will she get the opportunity? Absolutely. And this is why I'm not necessarily mad about Charlotte winning. Charlotte's done everything she can on SmackDown. She's done everything she can on Raw. Like you said, Tuco, they're definitely trying to stack her up, man. They're trying to stat pattern, man. They're trying to get her those titles to at least, if not 16 times like Flair, at least 17, maybe 20. Who knows? When it's all said and done, greatest of all time, I believe that. If you look at the NXT roster, now you got a woman like Charlotte who goes down there as the champion, regardless if Rhea's going to get her match back or not. And you think of the possibilities, her and Belair, her and Shirai, her and uh, Yim, her and whoever, man. So was I upset at first of the result? Yes, but the match is good. And now that I had some time to kind of sit on it, I'm not too, too terribly upset that Charlotte won. Uh, I don't know if they will count the NXT title as, like, one of her title runs. 
because it's not on the main roster. So I'm not sure how they're going to do that. Uh, even though they were moaning and screaming the whole match, the match was good. The match was the best women's match of the two nights. Uh, they delivered. Charlotte didn't need the title, but I understand why she won. Do I think she will keep this title long? No, maybe less than a month. But here's a good question. Here's, here's something that's funny. Who's the champion of all three women's brands? The four horsewomen. The four, the four horsewomen. They're taking over. They're taking over. I'm telling you, they're like the click. They're the new I click. Did. I didn't think of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Except for okay. Char, except for Sasha, but we'll yeah, we'll, 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 we'll we'll get to that later. Like She's like the X Pac of the group, and that's the sad part. <laughs> but that's the sad part because she really shouldn't be. But we'll get to that later. All right, man. So moving on, man. Um, hold on here. Let me get caught up with where we at because we got damn near eighteen damn matches. Uh, next up, man, we got Alistair Black. We got your boy Flawless because you know I'm gonna bring it to you first. We got Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, it wasn't bad. Uh, like I said, there wasn't no build, so there wasn't really too much excitement looking towards it. Uh, you just know that with two guys who are uh, at least I could say established, uh, you you know they're good. Uh, they put on a decent match. Uh, Black uh, delivered a hell of a Black mask to Bobby Lashley. Uh, but uh, I, I guess you can say uh, flawless. You kind of got your Daniel Bryan moment. It wasn't a kiss, but it was Lana telling him to you know, to do the spear instead, and he listening to that and got caught up with the black mask. So I can you, you kind of got your moment, just not in that direct way, but uh, your boy came out with the victory. What did you feel? Man, you could just call me Mr. WrestleMania, man. Uh, it, was a, it was an okay match. It wasn't the greatest match. But for no build, they put on a, you know, an, you know, an okay match, you know. I mean, they didn't really have a build moving forward, but, you know, it was just thrown together. And it kind of worked. I would like to see these two go at it again in a build. But yeah, man, that black mask. Whoo! Man, he connected p- perfect and he got the win and Black got his first WrestleMania victory. Yeah, that I thought that that was the sweet part about it. He did get that uh WrestleMania victory. Uh franchise, your thoughts. Yeah, a random match, no build to it, but it was a decent match. Bobby Lashley actually looked cool, you know, pretty good. Like Flawless said, man, my biggest thing was Black get the win. He got his win. He got his WrestleMania victory and moment. I'm good with that. All right, man. Moving on, moving on. Next up, man, we get Dolph Ziggler versus the Mr. The man himself. Tuck it, tuck it. Otis. Uh, we all walked out yeah. with this one. Otis won. Uh, Mandy Rose came out, you know, you know, looking nice and all. Uh she came out, knocked out Sonya Deville, got in the ring, uh, low blow Dolph. Tucky got the win. Yeah, uh, I'm talking about Tucky. Uh, Otis got the win. Uh, it really wasn't like I said. It, it, as much as they've been building to this, uh, the the finish and understandably why the finish just wasn't. It wasn't there. Uh, it it, it under delivered for me. But um, what did you guys think of this match? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I think this would have went over a lot better had this been in the live mm-hmm. crowd. This is one of those matches where you needed 
the payoffs to be in front of a live crowd because you know it's it's uh it's it's the beauty and the beast you know it's it's the it's the good guy finally overcomes the bad guy and the good guy does get the girl yeah but unfortunately that culmination it it, it needs to be in front of a crowd you need to get that reaction you know you need to have the people yeah like you know and it was like okay well this is that that's it uh <laughs> you know, because this match is never supposed to be a great match. It's just supposed to be a great story. So the story itself delivered. It just, unfortunately, because there was no audible reaction, it was just kind of like, all right, well, that's over. Yeah. Uh, but overall, man, I'm, I, I'm glad that they actually did uh, have a storyline and they stuck with it and they followed it through. And this is also, uh, they actually made another storyline out of it with Mandy and Sonya because, you know, we talked when we first started doing the podcast last summer, how, you know, it was talked about WWE splitting up fire and desire. Well, now we're seeing them tease that and clearly it's going to happen now. So execution, it was cool, man. Like I said, I just wish it would have been in front of a live crowd. Even Uh, before you go, even before you go flawless, even if it wasn't, if if, I feel like even if it was in front of a live crowd, it still didn't. It still didn't give me that what I wanted. It, it still didn't deliver it to me. So, for for me, crowd or no crowd, it still didn't. Um, it still didn't have that 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 something for me. I, I mean, I I got the story. So, so, what's up? So let me ask you. This. So let me ask you this, uh, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Were you expecting more of a physical? Like, were you expecting more of like a personal match between Dolph and Otis? I mean, I think so. I I guess I expected more. I don't, I don't know what I expected out the match, but it, it was just um, I, I I don't know. I it, it something was just missing. I just don't know what it was. It, it, it I mean, yeah, the crowd is the obvious, but it, it there was just something missing. It just didn't. It's like, eh, okay, this is over. All right, I'm glad this is over. Let's let's move on to something else. I, I, maybe I think that's what it was. It's like it, it just it just kind of fell for me. Uh, I will say this, man. The match was uh, not great, but the payoff is what made it count, and it would have been better with a crowd. I think it would have it would have been the culmination, and the payoff would have just been like the crowd would have went nuts. But without that crowd factor, it just fell flat. Yeah, maybe it was just the crowd. I, yeah, okay. I, I, we'll, we'll we'll leave it at that. Uh, moving up, man. Moving up. Moving on. Moving up. Moving on. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have me an IPA. Leave me alone. Um, hey, are you good? Me too, bro. <laughs> uh, we got the match. The one match I'm not mad I lost out on because it could have went anyway. I think we all could have knew. Uh, we we all wanted to see Edge win. Edge did win. But with Randy Orton, man, you never really know how that can really go finish, especially with a last man standing match. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was our next match. We uh, guys, like I said, you guys got the victory on that one. Um, this, I didn't mind the length of time. I, I kind of wish they had some more stuff in the ring, like you know, pull out a few tables, do a few spots around the ring. I didn't mind the stuff in the back. I just felt like they 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 in certain areas a little too long. But uh, I, I I didn't like going up to the top of the trailer. Uh, I felt like when they, when if you were gonna do that, it should have been a one-time thing. It, you know, it, it should have been a a last resort. You know, we're gonna go up here and then we're just gonna finish it up here. And I that kind of threw it off for me. Too many moves, too many, too much other stuff. 
it, it should have just been the finish. Um, but other than that, other than that, um, I liked it. Uh, it. It was a it was a blood feud. Two guys who who knew each other, respected each other, and you know it was a betrayal and all that other stuff. Flawless. I'm gonna bring it to you since you got since you and Flaw uh, franchise got the victory. Uh, what did you think of the match? Uh, I liked it. Uh, I wonder if it would have been different inside the with the like crowd inside of the uh, stadium. Mm-hmm. But but for what they had to work with, man, it was creative and improvising. Like yeah, most Edge, definitely. Like, most definitely. Yeah, especially like with the weight room, like when Edge was hanging on the bar and then spun and you know jumped on Orton in the chair. And then, like, even when they were going in the back, it's funny because they were fighting by the glass and you saw the title belts inside of the glass sitting down. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what was it? Even when they're in the conference room, the cage, like, up right above the table, like, Edge climbs it and then freaking swings and drops the elbow drop. Like, just, right. the, imp- just the improvising was great. I didn't know. I thought Edge was going to win, but, man, there were certain parts where I was like, Orton's going to win. Especially after he arcade Odom on top of the trailer, but right? You know what, man? It was a great match, and I liked it. Yeah, it did what a last man standing match should have did. I it, don't get me wrong; it did that. It just I like I said when they got to the top, I feel like that should have been it. Like whatever happens up here, that's it. Like, there's no going up and down. There's no how a lot of moves. It's, it's like the finish, finish. Like this is it. We didn't we didn't beat we didn't beat the shit out of each other all over this place. We didn't wrestle for damn near 40 minutes. Okay, now it's, it's time to finish it right here. Uh, so I, I thought that kind of just dragged on a little you, bit. You but know what, other you than know that. You know what would have been really cool is if they both would have went off the trailer and they both would have been count out of 10. Or one of them would have rolled or, – or somebody would have rolled out and stood up at the last minute. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure the referee would have had – I'm, I'm pretty sure the referee would have been still at the top. They would have fell over. And then he would have climbed down, and then then he probably would have counted. But uh, that would have gave them enough time to roll over, you know, whoever needed to do what. But, yeah, uh, maybe that would have been better. But go ahead, Franchise. Yeah, no, the match is good, man. Uh, Edge, I feel like Edge didn't lose a step. That's definitely not a guy that's been gone nine years. Uh, I feel like seeing this match made me wish, you know, when Kurt Angle came back that he would have had this same type of, you know, Wow, when he came back. But overall, man, the match is great. Like you said, too, Cole, I feel like when they went to the top of the trailer, that should have been it. That should have left it there. End of the match, when Orton, when he struggled, man, when he kind of like – I'm not Orton, excuse me, Edge. When Edge, he grabbed a chair, and before he delivered that last shot to Orton, he kind of seemed like he was hearing voices in his head. He wasn't quite sure what to do. Something is telling me that this rivalry with Edge and Orton isn't over with yet, and if that's the case, I'm down. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Um, next up, next up, where we at? Okay, next up, we got the Raw Tag Team Championships. We got the Street Profits versus Garza and uh, Austin Theory. A pretty nice back and forth match. Uh, you know, we all predicted uh, Street Profits with the victory. We get a beat down at the end. We get uh, Bianca Belair showing up. You know, to protect her man because you know she ain't having that. They celebrate at the end. I barely watched. Uh, any thoughts on this, guys? <laughs> cool. We're moving on. Moving on, man. We got the uh, the Fatal Five Way for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match. I actually like the way they did this, and I, I don't, and I'm a kind of politic that 
I kind of want them to do this from now on with uh, five-way matches. When you have matches like this, do it this way. You know, do it where, you know, you eliminate people. Uh, you kind of add a little bit more intrigue into the match. Uh, we all had our picks. Uh, I had Evans and Naomi. Flawless had Bailey and Evans. And then uh, Franchise, you had Evans and Banks. And then one by one, we watched them all go out until Bailey was the last one to rain because Sasha Banks decided, even though she got hit by Bank, uh, Bailey earlier and she got sucker punched by uh, Evans to get eliminated, she still held Bailey. But uh, clearly, this is going to be a setup for her turning on Bailey later. <laughs> Flawless, you got uh, the victory. Once again. Uh, so. I found it funny that Naomi and Tamina were the first to eliminate, you know, the relatives. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was kind of hilarious. <laughs> but um, the match, is, uh, it was okay for what it was, you know. Uh, I thought it was better than Shayna and Becky. So I'll give this the, you know, the second best women's takes. Uh, I mean, a uh, title match. Um, but um, it's funny because, uh, you saw when Lacey pinned Sasha, Bailey was sitting there watching it the whole time. She could have broke it up, but she didn't. And I think that's going to play into a factor moving forward. And, you know, we think it's going to be Sasha versus Bailey at SummerSlam. And it's kind of going to be like their uh, NXT TakeOver match the night before SummerSlam a couple years ago when they were in the main event. And it's, it's, it's going to be a slow build for them, too. But Bailey retaining... Uh, I mean, I said it. I don't think they're ready to give up her title just yet. So, yeah, man. The thing, the thing that kind of pissed me off was because I told Two Cold. Well, I told both of y'all actually. I was like, you know, hey, what if, uh, what if Sasha, you know, she interferes in the match, you know, causes Bailey to lose, and then Lacey wins. Then you know, Two Cold, like, all right, cool. You know, that works out, bet. And then, of course, man, Lacey Evans, one of my picks. Sasha, one of my picks. Lacey, not Lacey, I'm sorry. Sasha cost both me and Kimbrough at the same time on some fluke shit. I was like, how did, how did we both get screwed? It was the Montreal Screwdrive times two. Thank you, Sasha. I ain't, I, 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 hey, Sasha, damn it. <laughs> By the way, really quick, man, I just need to know. I know we got to finish these, man, but how many damn matches did I lose? I have never lost this much in my life. How many matches you lost? I, I, know, I do. I know I lost more than 10 matches. Okay, so... All right, so you had 28. You had 28 by... You had 28 before we started. You ended up with 36. Oh, my God. So that means... <laughs> so what? Uh, what's that? I went eight you, and twenty. No. Yeah, basically you went out. Yeah, you had eight out of twenty. Oh, no, you. I'm sorry, you had eight out of eighteen. So you got ten. So you lost ten matches. And flawless, he got the what? You had twenty seven. You ended up with forty. So you, shit, you won thirteen out of eighteen. So yeah, yeah, and then I only won. Uh, I had 33, so and I had what 24 at the start, 33 at the finish. So uh, I had I had 11, nine. Oh yeah, I got nine out of 18. 
So I got half. I got fifty percent. <laughs> Bro, I I didn't get fifty percent, man. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Woo. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 start. You had a bad night one. Night one was your that that was your worst night, dude. You because you only had two that first night. You man, only got I two out of that. Bye. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Squeak. Yeah. Squeak. Yeah. Squeak. By my ass. <laughs> Oh man, I I mean I I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just like I just knew I did so bad. I'm like I just had to know it was bugging me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's cool. That, that, yeah, that yeah, like I said, this was a this was a lot of matches, man. Your WrestleMania I was wondering how this like was gonna go. But... WrestleMania record. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Oh man. Oh man. All right, man. Moving on, man. We move on to the next. Uh, I don't even know if I should call this a match. <laughs> I don't even know what to call this, but it was the Firefly Funhouse, and it was a it was an acid trip that <laughs> that he kind of. I, I don't even know match, how to describe I it, man. But it was weed and smoke it and watch this match over again. That <laughs> <laughs> you try. <laughs> Like it was good. It, it 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 was good. It was creative. Um, I guess I I guess uh I could see where some of the people would have uh at some point wanted them to kind of snap out of it, and then it would have ended in a match where uh let's say you know where when when John Cena goes to try to attack him and he turns around and and this, when when the fiend hits him instead of it still being kind of in a dream state. They kind of would have been, you know, live back in the match. And everybody just would have been like, you know, surprised that they just kind of popped up out of nowhere. But the fiend is still holding, you know, still choking out John Cena. You know, it, 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 you know, maybe that would have happened. Maybe that would have been a little something different. But other than that, I, I, I had no problem with it. I enjoyed it. It was uh it was funny. It was interesting. It it actually had a little bit of truth and kind of, you know that thing where, you know, folks kind of been saying these things about John Cena, or at least some of the ways that some of the wrestlers get buried. And uh, it kind of brought light to that, but it, 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 it served a purpose. It was different. It was creative. I liked it. We all won out. Cause we all had the fiend. We said he needed to come back and get a victory. WWE, you, you actually uh, picked up the ball on this one. Good job. Uh, franchise. I'll come to you with they spent a lot of time. My thing is, I want to know how much time did production spend on this one match? Because <laughs> it was like, yo, it went through every. I, I'm I'm going to be kind of half on the side of uh, you know, the online hobbyists of a uh, you know one Mister Flawless because I get it. I was kind of disappointed at first, and I realized like, oh shit, this ain't even about to be a regular match or a match period. But then listening to Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. Listening to him like kind of narrate the situation and kind of go through John Cena's career, and it's kind of like, okay, yeah, you're selfish, you're all about you, but let me tell you why. And then he went through the different stages and the different phases of his career. And the funny part that got me was uh, when the Vince McMahon Devil Puppet like, yeah, this is good shit. Oh, bro, 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 when I Johnny see Larkin. that, I die because I'm like, okay. Then, then, when they, then when they got to the end of uh, Johnny Large, me, I was like, "What?" And then you just you just see Bray Wyatt, he's just mouthing, "Oh my god!" 
It was like the craziest shit, man. And like 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 you like K Breezy said, man. This was like an acid trip on a thousand. Like just all the different colors and the imagery. It was dope, man. I liked it. Uh it wasn't I guess you can call this a WrestleMania victory for Bray, if that's what you want to call it. So I guess they're even now. But overall, man, I liked it. It, it was cool, man. They spent a lot of time. They got cool points to me just because of the amount of thought and production and detail they put. Man, it reminded it, it reminded me Go of ahead, the Grand Theft Auto Five when Michael starts tripping. He gets abducted by the monkeys. He's flying in the air. He's flying in the air. Oh shit! Man, when oh man, ah yeah, this was the. Yeah, when this the, when he went through the ruthless Go ahead, aggression man. era and Cena comes out, you know, with a ruthless aggression attire. And then he comes out with like and then, you know, Bray's in the back doing the Saturday night's main event. And then, you know, he's like Johnny Large meat and he's lifting up the weights. And he's just like constantly <laughs> yeah. doing it up and I'm like, hell no, like this yeah. and then you saw Abby the Witch and she's just <laughs> and like, the, Oh my the god. Um was great. Too. <laughs> um, but when uh yeah, his yeah, that was that was probably the best. That was probably the best stuff he's done coming back as uh, Doctor Thugonomics. Because the last couple of times I didn't like it, but I thought this one I was really how really good. Bray went back to the old Bray Wyatt, like from the Wyatt family for like a second. But Cena, yes, like yes. doing the Eric Bischoff, and Cena's coming out like Hogan with the NWO belt. I was like, oh. But man, it was just like, <laughs> like I said, man, a tripped out. It wasn't like a real match, but it was just a trip out. Like you're watching, you're like, "What the hell's happening?" As you're like, I like the story. How, like you said, Bray is narrating it, and it just worked. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah, most most definitely, man. All right, guys, man. Uh, we've reached the end. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> an hour and two minutes later, <laughs> man, dude, Jesus, oh, this is what WrestleMania does to you, Mister. Now we want, ah, man, you Johnny ain't lying. Large meat, you ain't lying, Johnny Large meat. All right, man, uh, Drew McIntyre, the Beast, Brock Lesnar, for the WWE Championship. I thought this match went, it, it did what it should, it, they went the way it should have went. You know, Drew get a few shots in, Brock gets a few F5s, Drew kicks out, which I was kind of glad because I ain't going to lie, after the first one, when he kicked out out of one, I'm like, okay, yeah, he going he gonna to kick out of like one more of those. And then he kicked out of one more, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then he hit it again, I'm like, oh, shit, he about to lose. And then he kicked out. I'm like, oh, okay, he didn't lose yet. So, uh, you know, I, I they they, they kind of got me there a little bit. But uh, uh, glad to see. Uh, this this is what I like about Brock Lesnar, man. He 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 has no problem with putting over the right guy for the right way, and he did that. And I and I want to thank him for you know for realizing how good this guy is, and that he's getting this opportunity. Uh, so I was glad to see that Drew is the uh, new WWE, finally the new WWE uh, World uh, Heavyweight Champion. Uh, a lot of people give Brock a bad rap. Uh, ESPN put out a great article about Brock Lesnar, 
and it has like interviews from like you know the OVW trainers, like how Brock would ride, would drive the freaking semi from city to city, and help put up the ring, and he didn't mind doing that. And if he saw like a like like a wrestler sitting down and not doing the work, Brock would go over there and yank the dude up and tell him like, "Hey, do your work," you know. And it just like has story like how CM Punk said like when. Him and Brock work together. He asked Brock, like, Brock's like, what do you want to do? And CM Punk's like, let's go out there and wing it, you know. Go out there and do whatever. And Brock's like, okay, let's do that. You know, it's it's a great article. You got to read it. it. You know, like, CM Punk calls Brock, Hart, Brock Lesnar a sweetheart, which he said Brock will probably kill him for that. But, you know, but the match itself, um, we knew Drew was going to win. But, yeah, man, after Lesnar hit him with that third F5, I'm like, oh, shit. But here's the thing I don't like about wrestling these <laughs> days compared to the old days. AEW doesn't really have it that much. But back in the day, if somebody hit you with your with their finisher, uh, you either kicked out or you didn't. And if you did kick out, you weren't kicking out after they hit them after the after you got hit with that second finisher. Nowadays, man, they hit you with like three or four F5s, you kick out, or three or four spears and RKOs, you kick out. It's like, what the fuck's going on this day? But I did like how Drew, I mean, yeah, it took like four or five Claiborne kicks to put Lesnar down. And Heyman's look afterwards was like, what the fuck just happened? But I was a little upset that Drew didn't get his WrestleMania moment with the crowd. You know, because we were happy when he won the Rumble. Like, yes, about time. He's going to get that WrestleMania moment. But it didn't really come together like we thought it should. Yeah, no, and I agree with you. Um, you know, as far as wrestlers kicking out of moves, but I, I think the logic of that, and when you think back then, uh, guys didn't try to hit people with their moves the, on the first time too often. Like you didn't see that happen too many times. Maybe like a Hulk Hogan or somebody would do it, but it didn't happen that often. And I guess the logic behind it is that a lot of those times when guys hit their special move. It was after a grueling match where nowadays, like Brock Lesnar hitting a spear on, on Braun, I would be more upset if Braun took the pin after one spear. Like, like, dude, like, come on. He's, I mean, yeah, he's, he's Goldberg, but, like, dude, you're Braun. Like, it's not like it was Dolph Ziggler. Like, if Dolph Ziggler took a spear on the first spear, yeah, I expect him to take that pin. I don't expect you to kick out of it. But for Braun, I don't expect him to kick out of it. So to get three or four spears – uh, to kind of, you know, try to beat the guy down. Like, it, it, it tells the point that, you know, there's really not much you think you can do against this guy, so you just got to hit him with your big move. And that's basically what it is. So for Brock versus Drew, uh, it was just basically hit your big move because Drew, clearly you saw, he was going after hitting his big move. He was just going to clay more. He wasn't going to try to wrestle Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's not going to let you try to wrestle him. So you got to hit him. You You can't. He's not one of those guys where he's not a Kurt Angle or, you know, uh, uh, or, or Seth Rollins. You know, he, he's a guy you got to go out there and you got to hit him hard right then and there. And if you don't, he going to put you down. So I get what you're saying, Flawless. Like, you, you make a great point. But I, I look at it from the standpoint that, man, you know, if it was a 30-minute match and then Brock Lesnar hit his finisher, sure, Drew should be done. But within the first few minutes, yeah, is, I is expect the, you to kind of kick is out. Is the Claymore kick the only offensive move that Drew hit on Braun the whole match? 
pretty much. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. He didn't really do too much anything else. And 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 when and when you have a two yeah, and when you have a match like that, I mean, you got to kick out of the finisher because you you're not really you're not really hitting anything. I mean, Brock hit him with some suplexes, but a couple of suplexes, then he hit him with some F fives. Like, yeah, you know, Drew he felt it, but he wasn't like done. Like, so you know, like I say, if this was 20, 30 minutes later, then it was the Claymore, or then it was the uh, F five, then it should be done. But, uh, you know, maybe you can get that one kick out. Like, oh, my God, after all this beat down and beating, like this guy kicked out of this, like, man, he really is something special. Like, you would do it that way. You wouldn't do it to make the move cheesy, but it, it would have to be done really creative. Uh, but, like I said, it just within the few, sort of first few minutes, you know, yeah, I, I expect them to kick out of it. Uh, as far as the match, yeah, I'm glad he. I'm glad he won. Uh, I did like at the end of the match when Drew, when he looked at the camera, and he he mouthed "Thank you," you know, pretty much to the fans like, "Yo, this wouldn't have happened without me, without you guys getting behind me, without you guys, you know, pushing me, man, pushing for me." It's Ten years, man, in the making. My guy finally got it. I'm happy, and I just hope that he holds on to the title long enough until next year at least. He gets the proper wrestling. Man, when he told Lesnar, look at me with that final Claymore kick. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and that's the, like I say, and after about four or five Claymore kicks, I mean, I expect the guy not to get up. So, yeah, that was, I, I was kind of hoping, and I'm not going to lie, and it may have been cheesy if he did this. I was kind of hoping he was going to hit all four corners. And like, 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 he was just going to all four corners and just come out and Claymore kick him, like, just get up, you bastard. And then, bam, and then go to the next corner and then do it again. I, I, I was kind of hoping he was going to do that. But, you know, it, two corners is good enough. I, I'll take it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. I said, hey, look, it was what it was WrestleMania, no crowd, you know, thanks to the coronavirus, you know, but we made it through. Tomorrow we got Monday Night Raw. I can't guarantee I'm going to watch it live. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> guys, man, any, any any final thoughts? Oh, well, you know what? Hold on. I know you said it earlier, too, Cole, but let me give you the proper time. Uh, for the people at home, man, please go over our results one last time. Who's first, second, third? All right, man. So, you know, we, we ran from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. And considering we're not really sure what's going to happen after this, so you know we're going to tally up for the for the time being, and we'll we'll start our next season of predictions uh, with the next pay per view whenever that we whenever we get one, regardless of it's AEWWE. But for the time being, the winner of this prediction war, uh, unfortunately, it, I say this with 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 a heavy heart that it was a uh, flawless with forty. The franchise finished out with 36, and I finished third with 33. Well, you know, I tried, y'all. I, I tried to do it you for the culture, me. but the white man won. <laughs> Two on one, and man, we still couldn't beat him. God damn. Hey, hey, man, this is how you know. Hey, this is. Hey. Hey, too cold, man. This is the one designed for us, bro. Hell <laughs> much, man. Goddamn, hey. man. Goddamn. Uh, hey, man. Uh, man. The wrong nah. way, you were two Rodney Kings that just got your ass beat. 
Ooh, ooh. All right, we got you on that one. That's all right. Wait, 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 wait till we can fully get back to work. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Hey, 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 we, hey, we're going to be prime time. You're going to be President Bush. All I know is you two in the studio. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. With everything hey, they talking about, they might bring it down to two people a week. So, you know, two people each shift. So we'll see how that work out. Oh, man. All right, guys. No, well, we, uh, y'all both got to work tomorrow? Uh, I do. No, I got to work tomorrow. Okay. All right, well. All right, man. I'm going to go ahead. We're going to wrap this thing on up. I'm going to go ahead and edit it. I know you got to get ready, man, <laughs> to go to work and do nothing tomorrow. Right. <laughs> but uh, once again, though, man, definitely want to just say, uh, regardless of the circumstances, uh, definitely appreciate uh, all the guys, everything that these wrestlers did tonight, um, yesterday, you know, regardless of what happened, yeah, we 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 wanted the crowd. We we wanted we we were missing that excitement, that emotion that we would want. But again, man, we're thankful that these guys, you know, stepped up to do this anyway. Definitely brought some entertainment because I don't know what the hell else I would have been watching. I probably would have been watching something old or playing a game. So to see this was, you know, kind of awesome in a way, uh, in that way. But uh, definitely appreciated them for them doing what they did tonight. And yeah, man, really quick, just to follow up on what Tuco said, we we've been down on wrestling for a minute, kind of like you know, all three of us, I think, collectively, ever since the you know, Super Showdown, aka the Super Shit Show, for the last month and a half, it's kind of been like, eh, whatever. I can honestly say, uh, after this weekend's WrestleMania, uh, I do, I have hope. I got hope. I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get too much hope yet because we know how WWE can fuck up a good thing. But for what is worth tonight, man, honestly, all these men, women, they went out there, they bust their ass. They actually got a great amount of time for the most part. I enjoyed it. Thank you. We thank you. And to the people listening, man, as always, once again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Generation Wrestling Podcast. I'm the 26-year-old piece of gold. He's flawless. He's too Mr. cold. Mr. Wrestle. Deuces.